Black Tree Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black Tree Crime. Do not go gentle into that good night. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And this is Black True Crime. And if this is your first time here at the show, friend, welcome and hello. Hey, welcome to 2024, ho. Just playing. We're so happy to be here. We slacked at the end of 2023. Most of 2023, actually, because... I'll blame it on the pregnancy, but 2024, I'm coming in with a whole new vibe. We're and... coming in hot, y'all. Okay. Expect some new shiznits, mm-hmm. some energy, some more consistent communication. <laughs> I, we have not been, I have not been. I've like been lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point of lying. Yes. So <laughs> I'm not treating you guys like a toxic relationship anymore. You can expect honesty from us from now on, at least for me. And, oh, wow. um, I'm excited. We have a lot coming up. What are you going to not lie about? I said, I don't lie, period. Oh, Kristen doesn't. I'm not going to be here. I don't say I am. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming back. If this is your first time, like we said, hello. We're excited to have you. And yeah, so as you can see from the title of this episode, this was supposed to be released on the week of Christmas, but you know, not going to dwell. We're here now. So we're going to do it today. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, it's like a Christmas murder medley type of deal. You guys know that I like to do like on holidays. I like to do a little shink to dink of cases. So we got three today that we're going to talk about. Three? Three cases today. Whoa. You know, it's not going to be that crazy, but. Okay. You know. I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to it. Sister, are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's get started. 46-year-old Trisha McCauley was reported missing on Christmas Day in 2016 after she didn't show up to a Christmas party hosted by some of her friends in Washington, D.C.'s theater community. Period. Yeah, she was a talented woman. She was a theater gal. Mm-hmm. There was evidence that she left her house with the meal that she took. So she was planning on taking like a Brussels sprouts type of dish. To she was the- a thespian. <laughs> Yes, that's what she is. Kristen, shout out to Trisha. Hey, Trish. So, yeah, she brought her Brussels sprouts with her. She totally planned on making it to this party. So Mm -hmm. it was strange that she didn't make it. At the time, she was working as a yoga instructor and was also an herbalist. But she previously worked in the theater and other film productions. So she had roles in several Washington State Guild productions. And she also played in a movie called Step Up. Shut your mouth. You know Step Up. Yeah. We loved Step Up. Well, she didn't really like play in it, but she played as Jenna Dewan. I don't know how you say her last name. The main girl in Step Up. Yeah. She played as her stand-in. Period. Mm-hmm. And that was the movie where like Jenna and Channing fell in girl, love. Jenna was, okay. She was hot in Step Up. Mm-hmm. She was hot. So all that, yeah. Trisha had lived in D.C. for almost 30 years, and one of her friends named Kate Debelak described her as, quote, one of the kindest and most gentle people that I know. Mm, that's precious. Very sweet, Trisha girl. It's crazy that she could stay like that in the industry that she was in. Well, I know. She's adorable. Hair is thick. So thick. 
computer. Don't play with Trish. She had a really nice smile. So I can see why, you know, they wanted to put her on a screen. Even if it was just like small things. Yeah, like she's easy on the eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Since Trisha went missing, the police put out a bolo for Trisha's car. And the very next day were able to find it when it was being driven by 27-year-old Adrian Dwayne Johnson. How are you going to be driving her car? So this is her car. How are you going to be driving her car? Yeah, didn't even care driving her car and then as you can see in this picture if you're on patreon you see it they unfortunately find trisha's body in the back in the back seat and it was like between the front seat and the back seat so you know that small space where your legs go when, when you're sitting in the back seat yeah, yeah, yeah. her body was found like in that little oh, wow. part on the floor wow trish yes yes and old dude was driving it while her body's in the back was and was and <laughs> he 100 percent did it he's a piece of shit rest in peace to trish trish come on rest in peace oh and what she went through was so horrific so investigators would have to learn what happened to trisha and how she met her demise from the man that killed her so this is adrian and according to what he initially told police trisha had killed herself after the two engaged in consensual sex you a lie so that's the stupidest thing anybody has ever heard we look dumb apparently Why she to kill him herself after herself? if anything i blame you for even if she killed herself mm-hmm. after y'all had sex because so it disgusting. must have been that bad yeah you took her to a place that only the sweet release of death could, could save her from yeah which is just like ill what and you have going on down there horrible he described how he and trisha had met around christmas because she had offered him a ride mm. like that night no trisha no never offer a man a ride why why'd you do that i know you're sweet but girl don't be doing that it was a holiday season it was a you know season of giving and that's what sucks people use your like innocent moments yeah your kindness to take your life Mm -hmm. where do you find the sweet spot between being kind to people because that's the type of person you are and pulling your gun out on them because the vibes aren't right like it's just like you you don't know how to balance it you can ride on the top of the car <laughs> <laughs> i'll go 25 miles per hour dc's not that big i'll strap you to the hood you know you You'll ride on right. top of the hood but first i gotta pat you down because i don't know what you got <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> okay trish trish so sorry so sorry trish adrian said she offered to have sex with him and they ended up doing it, quote, on a curb somewhere. He's so fucking disrespectful. Look at her. I want to kick him in the face. Let's literally look at Trish again. Like, My girl it, Trish wasn't offering you anything. Like, yeah, she's giving lowdown freak. Well, but I don't. She think wasn't trying to freak me with him. Yeah, you don't pick nobody up on the side of the road. Like, men be swearing women are like them mm-hmm. we are not like y'all we're not going to no street paying no money for no <laughs> person on the side of the road if we don't have to get down like that we won't get you down know, like that we we have a little bit more self-respect and i say that with all due respect any due respect right and there's a lot of men that would never do some stuff like that but you know mm-hmm. i feel like some men think it's cute we don't mm-hmm. think that it's cute <laughs> we're not we're not doing that for real for mm-hmm. real not with a straight face at mm-hmm. least After they had sex, he claimed she basically had a meltdown and started talking about how she wanted to kill herself. So she decided to just go back into her car, hang herself. But before she did that, she apparently told him he could use her car, her money, and her credit charges. He's slow. Girl, 
And then he asked the cops, quote, if someone is suicidal and gives you all their stuff, is that illegal? Wow. I mean, that's disrespect. I know. He didn't give Trish the decency of coming up with a better lie. And then going to ask the dumbest question as if it's not dumb. And they're not already looking at you like, can we be one thing? And that's fucking for real. (laughs) If you're anything, be fucking for real. Apparently not. Adrian. So this was very obviously a complete lie, especially when investigators saw the state that Trisha's body was in. Mm. She was found in her back seat, wedged between the front and back seats of the floor, like we already talked about. She was also tied up, and she had been sexually assaulted before she was strangled and beaten to death. So he violated to the umpteenth, um, umpteenth degree, and, then and is talking about she did this to herself. Right. Wow. Right. So it's He's giving, I was going to say, it's giving just stupid is a stupid does or there's something unplugged up in his brain. Yeah, like he's a sadist. He probably felt like she asked for it since she let him ride in her car. Mm, mm, mm. Disgusting. So fuck him for lying. F him for killing her for sure. He's repulsive and. Looking like a broke down Michael Ealy. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So Adrian added an extra layer of sicko to all of this, but he willingly admitted that while driving Trisha's car, he had picked up a sex worker at some point. You see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, we see it. And this is while Trish was tied up deceased in the back. And when investigators asked him why he chose to keep driving around with Trisha's body in the back, Kristen, he's about to piss you off. He claimed he thought she was sleeping. Kayla, I would have, if I was one of them investigators, I would have just boxed him up. Yeah. Turn the camera. I was about to say, step out for a minute. Because this is ridiculous. Step out for a minute. He deserves one of those good slaps across the face. Open handed, <laughs> just a good slap. Wow. It comes from the back of your yeah. ass. You just slap the shit out of him. Wake up, nigga. <laughs> say no game. <laughs> oh, no, for real. Okay, so he's slow, he's playing games. Either way, he needs to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Prison. Mm-hmm. And when he was brought into custody, he had injuries to his jaw and his hand. So it seems like our girl Trish was fighting. Was, you Trish, know. you better fight. She's the only one that boxed him up. And something that makes this case even more despicable, because I thought it couldn't get any fucking worse, but it can. Adrian should have been in jail during the time he killed Trisha. How is he out? Apparently his criminal record was littered with theft charges just bullshit but instead of being locked up he was given a gps monitor like literally days before he killed trisha well he had an appointment to get one but he never showed up to the appointment so he's just traveling lying around the city so you mean to tell me this man has a rap sheet they're on to him mm-hmm. he doesn't care and he chooses to do the worst thing he's probably ever done mm-hmm. which is murder and sexually assault a woman yeah a random random ass woman this is wow what snapped in him Great question, Kristen. We don't know yet. <laughs> the judge would end up requesting that he undergo a mental health evaluation. Because we, we need to see where this is coming from. Because it's given mentally ill. So the theft charges, the GPS, all that shit doesn't matter anymore, obviously. Like in hindsight, we're pissed about it because this could have been completely avoidable. And whatever judge was in his case and was like, oh, I see that you've done all these things. I'm just going to give you a GPS monitor instead of putting you in jail. Is someone I need to talk to. But... Either way, Adrian is now facing first degree murder charges. So, okay, we need him to stay in jail. We need him to stay in jail. That's what we want him no to do. No bond, no bail. Stay oh. in jail. <laughs> I know that's right. 
He was held without bail on Wednesday, December 28th, 2016. Good. According to one of Trisha's friends named Greg Uphall. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just showed Kristen a picture. She just breezed <laughs> right past it. And he looks, when I say insane, y'all, like he's casting a spell as we speak. Yeah. He looks crazy. He looks bonkers. I would cross the street, I swear for God, if I ever saw him. Look at him. Ew, he looks like there's something inside of him. There is. It's the devil. <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Talk about creepy. Mm-hmm. Trish. Yeah. God, you were too good. To Poor girl. girl. Poor girl. I'm, I doubt he was looking at her like this, but, right. you know. But the crazy thing is, is Trish has probably done this before mm-hmm. and was just fine. Yep. You know, yep. giving people a ride down the street or it's D.C. Like, yeah. D.C.'s, everything is pretty much close to everything. I Yeah, and with being in dc and she's grown up there like i know that there was a there was a comfortability there that may not have maybe shouldn't have been but you know agreed her poor trisha girl so according to her friend named greg upwall quote we feel as though the justice system is broken in this case and that we pray to god that our loss isn't something that anyone else will ever have to go through again oh but say they've been been there done that like people are going through this all the time you can hope you can In September 2017, Adrian decided to plead guilty to the first-degree murder charge. And in November of the same year, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. That's it? And then 30 years of supervised release. And then he would also have to register as a sex offender once he's out. So he would be like 57 when he got out, which is still too too fucking young. Yeah. I mean, like, you killed a whole woman and sexually assaulted her and rolled around with her in your backseat as you go to affiliate with a sex worker yeah i'm confused what about this mental health thing i was about to say one thing we didn't discuss too much was the results of his mental health Mm -hmm. exam and i'm not sure if it really obviously didn't show enough for them to decide he was mentally insane Mm -hmm. and like couldn't be responsible for his actions but obviously there may have been something going on because easily they would have given him life in this case agree i mean if you don't know trisha is a hot woman yeah not saying she deserves anything because obviously she doesn't deserve what happened to her, but because, you know, Adrian is also of negros. <laughs> a black man. You know, <laughs> they'd be quick to put him behind bars. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, yeah, maybe something was there mm-hmm. where even though we don't know exactly what it was, it, had, it was a mitigating factor. Right. Right. So rest in peace to Trisha. That's the end of case number one. Trish. Fuck you, Adrian. Adrian, you're lucky yeah. you got off with 30 years. I mean, the way he's looking, I don't think he lasts. That's what I'm saying. The like, 30 years in prison anyway. This is the type of dude you don't really just want to let back out on the street. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You really want to You really want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Look at those eyes. So who is this guy? We don't know. Either way, he sucks. Rest in peace to Trish. Rest in peace, Trish. All right. On to number two. Mm-hmm. It's a new year, you guys. It's 2024. We're taking our health seriously, physical, mental, emotional, all of the good stuff. And to get started on honestly all of those things, sign up for BetterHelp. Y'all, how many times do we have to tell you? BetterHelp <laughs> like, really gives you a moment to just sit and reflect on you, mm-hmm. what you've been through, where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And you will honestly be surprised at how much change that you see in yourself. Yes, and how much it can help you get to where you want to be. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly. So it doesn't hurt. It really can't hurt for you to give BetterHelp a try. And if you listen to our show, you can visit betterhelp.com slash black you crime today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash black you crime to get 10% off your first month. You heard her. Okay. Back to the episode. Bye. On Christmas night in 2010 at 10.20 p.m., 25-year-old Kashmir James was shot to death in the 1700 block of West 85th Street in South Los Angeles. Damn. She was standing outside of a car talking to one of her friends who lived in the area when she was shot. Her daughter, three-year-old Nevia, Nevia, it's heaven backwards, was sitting in the backseat of the car, but thankfully she was not hurt. Oh my goodness, but she saw her mama pass? And did. Golly. So, you know, the worst thing that could happen to a child at that young age happened to her. Look how cute she is. Like, she's so cute with this silver chain around her neck. Yeah, girl, I see it. (laughs) Doubled up with another chain. She's giving. She she looks like, you know, I work hard for mine. Period. With this little fur. I don't need no man. Mm Mm-hmm. But Fresh in the so best pressed. way. <laughs> yes. Don't play with it. Maybe perm, but also it's still giving. Cashmere mm-hmm. was working as a nurse at the time. Oh, she was getting money. I hope I'll say my girl's educated. Yeah. And she was shot nine times. Why, Kayla? We're going to get to it. Who's coming for our girl, Cashmere? We're going to get to it. During the investigation of her murder, police learned Cashmere was not the intended target. And that was actually the friend she was talking to at the time of the shooting. It was a man. Of course. Golly. And it appeared to have something to do with gang violence. Y'all, I was about to say, I think hood men are going out of style. Oof. Because one thing, if Preach you're not a Christian. reformed hood man, mm-hmm. I can't bang with you. No. Why am I in the car with you? And I'm worried about if somebody recognizes it, if I need to be ducking or something. Like, I'm trying to go travel out the country, and I'm not even safe in my own country because I'm dealing with you. And you can't even get passport because you got a record. Because you got a record. And every time we get in the car, you gotta drive with a with a with a with a gun that ain't even registered in your name because you're a felon. <laughs> so I gotta give it, put it in my name, put it under my seat. Right? Who do you, who do I look like? Drink at Gates. Anytime I come around you, we have to drink Hennessy. <laughs> we have to go to the club on a Friday night. No. <laughs> you smoking Newports? You smoking Newports? <laughs> And black and mouse? No shade. I know a no lot shade. of our people. Yeah, I was say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bitch. Hold on. Uh, somebody's catching strays out there. Yeah, somebody's catching a stray. That's a stray, y'all. No shade. <laughs> no shade. But no, y'all kind of getting out of style for me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to live, live cute and you know, soft. I need my a man with some career. benefits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could put me on his insurance. You know, take care of me. On his try to charge. Give me an allowance. Oh, and not right. the drug money kind. No. Someone I can claim me as a dependent on they tax. Hello? Yeah. Ain't got no 1099. He got a W-2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Another strain. Okay. Back to cashmere because she's everything. Cash. Now, I won't say that I was happy. When I saw that it wasn't like domestic violence related when, you know, with Kashmir's death. But I was in the sense mm-hmm. because I'm sick of seeing how all these men are killing their women and stuff Agreed. like that. Let's in 2024, like, let's normalize leaving that. Hey. Yeah. And loving our women and getting strapped up and learning self-defense. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Setting traps and stuff. So 
you know, when a man pull up, something cut his nuts off or something like that. Oh. Be creative. Wow. Protect yourself. Your peace in your space. Per because we love you. Okay. So it will be discovered that the shooting was a result of some 111 neighborhood Crips who decided they wanted to go into the op territory and just shoot somebody on Christmas fucking day. Of course. As you do. They mistook Kashmir's friend for one of their ops. I don't know what they call him. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't even the one. Wasn't even the right guy. <laughs> just the corniest stuff I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And that's when they just started like popping off, you know, shots. Witnesses said that they saw three men in a blue Chevy Tahoe approach Kashmir and shoot her. Wow. And who were the men responsible? Yeah, let's see them. 15-year-old Ezekiel Simon, 16-year-old Derek Williams, and then some grown-ass men, 23-year-old Lamar McKnight and 33-year-old Darnell Houston. So it was probably some type of dumb initiation. Definitely. You killing your own beautiful black women for what? Ridiculous on some dumb shit. And also, if I'm hanging out with teenage boys and I'm 33 years old. Old enough to be their daddy. And this isn't like a boys and girls club mentorship. (laughs) Call the police. Right. Automatically. Like, ew. What are you actually doing? Disgusting us. And who did these braids? (laughs) I did a good job. Somebody did, girl. They were all charged with first-degree murder and the attempted murder of the guy Kashmir was talking to at the time of the shooting. Mm. Derek will be tried as an adult, but Ezekiel will go through his court process in the juvenile court. Okay. It would take the justice system five years to get the molasses out of their asses and try these hoodlums. Why? I don't know. Well, you know how things go. Kashmir's daughter, Nevia, or Nevia, Lord help me, Nevea. That's cute. Oh, she's cute. She's so freaking cute. She's so beautiful. I know. This was closer to when everything happened. But at the time of the trial, she was like eight years old Mm -hmm. and she ended up testifying. Oh, my gosh. I know. She's a super woman child. She remembered. And she had to testify multiple times because Darnell and Lamar were tried together and then Derek was tried on his own. So just imagine what she had to go through to keep living through that. Not only is it five years later, but they're right. calling, asking her to recount what she saw when she was three. Yeah, that's Constantly crazy. Reliving it. That's crazy. Kashmir's mom said during one of the trials, quote, the only thing I can pray to God is to continue to give me the strength to be able to deal with it. Ooh, I would. Chris, if I, that's heavy. I'm, I'm, dig two holes. I'm in the ground. I don't know how these women get through it. <sighs> they okay. shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to. No. Senseless violence. When it was time to hand down sentencing, Kashmir's daughter, Nevia, told Darnell, Lamar, and Derek, quote, you took my mommy away from me. Why have you not said you're sorry for taking my mommy away from me? You are mean, evil people. Like, are you okay? You haven't even apologized? Great question, Nevia. I'm sitting here Nevea. looking at you when you're doggone stupid face and you haven't even said sorry, mouth, did look nothing. Exactly. As many times I've seen your black ass in this courtroom because I've had to tell these people what you did to my mom. You couldn't even show any remorse. No apology. I'm surprised she didn't cuss him. Going to hell. Poor girl. And she also said that she hopes he never gets out of prison. Period. Yeah. She stood on business. I love how she like showed her heart too. Mm -hmm. Like, why haven't you said sorry? You know, like I could even, it was almost feeling like she could like say, I could forgive you if you even apologize. Yeah. Why aren't you even apologizing? Like her heart was open to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's so much better than me at eight years old. Mm -hmm. How do I deal with that? 
I do better. <laughs> you try. Kashmir's mother, Kimalita Evans, said to the three men, you took a life away. I want you to remember her face and know why you are sitting in that jail cell. So they're keeping it real cute. Mm-hmm. Even the judge in the case was rightfully pissed off and said that Kashmir was, quote, an innocent woman who has a right to be on the streets of Los Angeles on Christmas night. Duh. Christmas. Eh, you don't, apparently. No. If you want to do this ghetto, horrible shit, take your ass in the house. Yeah. Christmas is supposed to be one of the happiest days, especially for a child, and said this was probably the saddest day of this child's life. What a horrible thing to do to a child on Christmas. And what a horrible thing to remember on Christmas Day for the rest of her life. Yeah. It's not a celebration anymore. You ruined Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I pray Nevaeh is getting all of the support she needs, the love, the help, Lord help her, the therapy, everything. Everything. And I hope one day you can enjoy this special day or Mm -hmm. that special day. If you want to, you know? Yeah, because one day you'll be healed and whole. Yes. Jesus' name. Amen. Darnell Houston, who the prosecution said was the shooter, and Lamar McKnight, who was the getaway driver, were both sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Bye. Bye. Derek Williams, who was in the backseat of the car when the shooting happened, was sentenced to 40 years to life. Oh. Oh, yeah. And the judge sentenced him in a way she felt was, like, a little more lenient because of, one, how young he was at the time. So Mm -hmm. he was only, I think he was a Mm 15-year-old? No. Oh, he was a Mm -hmm. 16-year-old. And the fact that he didn't actually participate in the murder, necessarily. And she said 40 years was lenient. Yeah. (laughs) Don't play with this judge. Because you could have come forward. You could have come forward and been like, this is what happened get justice for this girl. I had nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? He could have got immunity if he, he could have came for snitch something. <laughs> You're so young and you wasted. Now you wasting 40 years of your life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's really sad. But Derek may have been a hardened criminal after all this guy, the 16 year old, because when he was sentenced to 40 years, the 20 year old smirked in the courtroom. He didn't cry. He didn't look sad. He's stunting. He looked like, huh, they didn't give me life. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's stunting. He gonna go to prison and lie and talk about he caught bodies that night. Right. You was in the backseat. Sucking on a Jolly Rancher. (laughs) You stunting. Oh, my God, Kristen. Ezekiel, the 15-year-old, pleaded no contest to voluntary manslaughter and attempted murder. And on August 27th, Kristen's birthday, 2015, he was sentenced to 29 years in prison. Wow. Yeah. Somebody was throwing the book at them. I love it. Yeah. Because, like, come on. This is senseless. And you know it's senseless. Yep. And I understand all the things that go around with, you know, running in that type of life. You don't feel like you have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. But this is the consequence of that type of life, period. Yeah. And some some people are totally content with that. I know. Like, totally are aware of what they signed up for. And if the cards are dealt that way, that's what they're going to deal with. Because they're going to go to jail and see the rest of their homeboys. Yeah. So. As long as they people taken care of on the outside. Mm-hmm. Lord help them. Rest in peace to Kashmir. I'm glad she got justice. Rest in peace, Cash. And I also have to mention the gang affiliation part of this case because that's really what made the sentence so harsh. Yeah. Especially for Ezekiel and Derek, mm-hmm. who were, you know, just in the car. Mm-hmm. A foundation was created in Kashmir's memory to help counter the gang culture in Los Angeles. And eight-year-old Nevaeh seemed to be involved in spreading the word. Like, mm. she is. She's not for play play. No, she's not. She grew up real quick. Oh. She also told her family members that, quote, I don't want you guys to ever hide anything about mommy. I want to know. 
Wow. She's eight She's saying this. She's grown. Wow. Like, she needs to figure out what's going on. She can help me. Yeah, like, at this point, she's over crying. She needs to know. Yeah. Why is this things like this happening? Yeah. And I don't know if it's a good way to process it, but it seems like it's working for her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's better than, like, shutting off your emotions and forgetting trauma like we have. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Catch the strays. Catch the strays. What the strays? (laughs) Okay. Now, witnesses claim that they saw three men approach Kashmir. Okay. So that means that Derek and Ezekiel were more involved than initially suggested. Because I doubt the getaway driver, Lamar, would have hopped out because he's supposed to Mm -hmm. drive away. Mm -hmm. So it seems like they may have been more involved than we thought. And apparently, according to DeAndre Woods, and that's the guy that Kashmir was talking to Mm -hmm. outside of the car at the time, he first noticed the blue Chevy that the suspects were driving when it drove by him in Kashmir and, like, noticeably slowed down, like, mm-hmm. as it approached yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, DeAndre said he immediately was on alert because he knew the neighborhood was, like, the territory for the eight Trey gangsters, and it just wasn't safe to be. Mm-hmm. So DeAndre said he had his back to the street while Kashmir was facing the street when the shots rang out, Damn. which suggests that the shooter could see Kashmir's face. Yeah. Like, you see her, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you can't really see the dude in the car. Well, he saw her face and would have had enough time when they rode by to see deandre's face right mm-hmm. because if they're driving by slow and, and, and there's four way. people in the fucking car like you mm-hmm. see that man mm-hmm. so it's either the killers knew who they were going after and it really was deandre or they just targeted you know anyone they could because they were in a trade territory mm-hmm. and it was just really sketchy to me mm-hmm. because listen they're riding past them slow as hell right then park at the end of the street for 30 seconds. They park. So they see, so the, Chris, like for me, I was like, uh, 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 the numbers aren't numbering. Set up. Somebody knows something. Yeah. And then they drive back up again to start the shooting. So God. either they have terrible vision like me and didn't have their glasses on or someone knows more than they let know. Yeah. Because like if you park, you, you had a conversation in that car with four mm-hmm. dudes you talked about it. Yeah. So you talked about the fact how it ain't him mm-hmm. and how you just want to, or good enough, or they really thought it was him. Yeah. Mm. The world may never Either know. Either way, you're idiots, because you didn't even shoot him. Mm-hmm. You got cash. You got cashmere. So rest in peace to cashmere. That is the end of case two. Rest in peace, cashmere. Sweet girl. Nevea, you're a bold, strong warrior of a woman. Angel child from above. Period. Okay, now case three. If you listened to the show before, you've heard us talk about microdose gummies. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about a little bit more. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Y'all know what THC is, child. Mm -hmm. And I know you may be thinking, oh, it's not legal where I live. Don't worry. These are totally and completely legal. You can order them and have no issue getting them. And I highly suggest you try them because... Honestly, they're really good. Since I'm no longer pregnant, I was able to try them and they really do give you that perfect amount of high, amount of joie, joie, especially if you're wanting to feel a little bit more creative or more relaxed or even more loosey-goosey when it comes to bedroom stuff. You name it, microdose gummies can help you with it. And if you listen to this show, you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Promo code Black True Crime. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com. Promo code Black True Crime. For 30% off and free shipping. Now back to the show. 
52-year-old Gary Dion Davis was arrested in Kansas City in September of 2023 for the 1996 murder of Pearl Barnes and the 1998 murder of Christina King. Mm. So he is a serial killer, kind of? I think serial means three or more. I genuinely don't even know. Well, either way, he's a murderer. Mm -hmm. And he got away with it for a long time. Damn. He allegedly stabbed Pearl Barnes to death in November of 1996, and her body was found in an abandoned building. And then two years later, Gary allegedly beat Christina King to death on Christmas Day in 1998. Oh, so you got battery issues. You got he you got, got anger, anger issues. issues. Mm-hmm. So this is Christina King. Oh, Christina. And this is our girl, Pearl. Wow. <laughs> our girl, Pearl. She literally looks like a Pearl. So sad. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to both of them. Kansas City Police Chief Carl Oakman said during a press conference that although Gary is being charged with these two murders, they feel that he was responsible for more. Oh, so he might be a serial killer. No surprise there. Look at his fucking face. Look at him. It looks like someone tried to slit his throat or he tried to slit his own. It looked like he got stabbed in his throat. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, I'm glad somebody tried. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. So they felt like he was responsible for more because these murders happened, what, 25, 26 years ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You think he just stopped? Highly unlikely. No. And then on top of that, he's a working as a truck driver. Oh, that's the perfect occupation Christian. to possibly be a serial killer. One plus two equals three. Hello. Mm. I don't know if he was a truck driver in the 90s, though, but I do know he was working as one when he was arrested recently. Okay. DNA evidence is what ultimately tied the murders to Gary. And when investigators were first looking into Pearl's murder, they connected her death to the death of three other women. Whoa. Yeah. 39-year-old Rose Calvin, who was killed in July 1996, 36-year-old Norma Gray, and 35-year-old Jeanette Holiday, mm. who were both killed in November of 1996. Oh, that could have been his season. And all four of those women were black, and Christina King was the only White root of the woman. caucus woman. Yes. All of the women were considered to be street people who suffered from drug problems or like some type of addiction. And investigators said that they felt the women were at least familiar with their killer, like on a casual type of basis. Mm. Mm-hmm. And felt that the man responsible would be black too. Ooh-wee. And lived in the north side of the city because that's where all of the victims' bodies are found. Right. And then he also probably served some time in prison before for sexual based offenses you dog men and their disgusting carnal savage lacking self-control urges you know what they need to be castrated not all men obviously but it would be (laughs) pretty cruel unusual punishment but to to castrate a man (laughs) yes yeah i feel like we talk a lot about women dying yeah like, in our cases, yeah, of course we've touched on women, I mean, men being killed. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a lot of women. It's overwhelming. And it may seem that way because, statistically, women are killed far more, more than, than men, men. So, which is very sad. Yeah. Very, very sad. It says something about the male species. I mean, the male species sees women as a weaker vessel, Mm -hmm. so I can understand why they're the victim half the time. Also, women make men emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, I get all of the reasoning, but that don't make nothing okay. Like, it still really freaking sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. The FBI was even alleged to be involved back in 1996, but nothing really came of the investigation. Mm. So there is, what, 
1996, Christina King hadn't been killed yet. So there's four women at this time that have been killed already. Black women. That they're tying to basically one person. Right. Brought the FBI in. So they were taking it seriously. At one point. And then, you know, nothing. He was gone. Gone. They would later learn that Gary Davis was living on the north side of Kansas City for over 40 years. So he was, even after the killings, up until he was arrested, he was living out there. Comfortable. Yep. Gary is now being held in jail on a $500,000 bond for two counts of second degree murder, which I don't agree with at all. I don't know how he got second degree. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with how the women were killed. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, or like maybe it wasn't like premeditated. It has to be. Has if to you're be. killing multiple women and then if they can prove that you're a serial killer, or even have the idea that you may be a serial killer, that's giving more premeditated. Maybe it's because the ones that they tried him for, Christina and Pearl, mm-hmm. they're not really connected in a way that Pearl and the other three victims back in 96 would have been. Okay. Maybe if he would have got them or they would have got him for those murders, mm-hmm. it would definitely give more than second. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they just don't have the evidence to prove it. it. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Kansas City PD's new cold case department, these women will finally be getting justice. The department, which was established in January of 2022, um, consists of only three detectives, and they have identified suspects in 11 homicide cases in only a year. Period. Yeah, so they're working. Boots to the ground. Congratulations. Round of applause to these three people. Mm -hmm. You've done more than a whole department at one point in time. Oh, yeah. You're showing your worth. All right. One of the detectives was quoted to have said, quote, so it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. In fact, it may not be this year, but there's going to be a time you may be in a drive through line. You may be at the grocery store. We're going to eventually get you. We're going to get you. (laughs) Authorities also announced that two other unrelated cases were recently solved. A 66-year-old inmate was charged in May after he confessed to killing 16-year-old Dion Estelle, who was found shot to death in a creek bed in July 1997. Mm. The inmate who was convicted of a 1998 killing and is now in hospice care confessed to cold case detectives because he wanted closure for Estelle's family. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you about to die. Yep. So So might as well. Might as well. I'm about to say he can't can't be punished any further. Nope. Life is punishing him enough. The oldest case cleared involved the death of an hours-old baby girl found in a dumpster behind an apartment complex in November of 1976. What the heck? So, long time. Almost 50 years. DNA evidence led detectives to the mother of the child in 2022. So, she's like archaic. Because if if the baby was born in 1976, the mom was at least born in like, what, 1950s? She was at least 11 years old. Okay. She was at least 11 years old when she gave birth to a child. You never know. That is true. Lord help her. Mm-hmm. But she killed her baby. So like we are not really. So we got to lock fans. you up. Yeah, we're not fans. The woman accused her grandmother of taking the baby away shortly after she gave birth. And mm-hmm. then the grandmother who has since died was identified as the primary suspect like that whole time. Oh, wow. But really came out that she did it. Oh. Mm-hmm. How you going to blame someone on your dead grandma? It's not fucked up. I think she blamed it on her before but she died. But she stuck to her story the entire yeah, time. Yeah, pretty sick. <laughs> pretty sick. 
Pearl Barnes, who changed her name to Samima Musawi in 1974 after converting to islam was a mother of two children when she was killed oh pearl so sad pearl pearl how did how did <sighs> he get his hands on you pearl i know what was the situation mm. and we may never know no we may not christina was also a mother and in 2021 her daughter april parks told fox kansas city that she was infuriated by the lack of progress made in her mother's case over the years she said quote who did it why how could they do that to such a young person she was only 26 Mm. and like her autopsy there were so many injuries and so many abrasions and bruises i just don't understand what she could have done that bad to deserve that wow so she was beat up yeah pearl aka samima's niece said quote i don't even know why he came across her path we just said that my aunt sewed. She had a transportation business running people up to Chillicothe Correctional. She worked as an SRS driver. She had a daycare. She sold dinners and sold bean pies. She was involved in her family's lives. She did it all. Hustler. She did it all. So I don't even know how she had time to come across this piece of shit. Wow. Good Lord. But going up to Chillicothe Correctional, maybe she oh, met him I literally, in some way. Maybe she thought she could help him. That pinged me. Yeah, because we don't see her as being like a junkie or, or a sex you know, worker like, yeah, or a street walker. Yeah, she so, was a yeah. queen. Yeah. So rest in peace to Samima. Rest in peace to Christina. Rest in peace to Trisha. Rest in peace to Kashmir. Yep. All killed by trash men. Ooh, gross. Yeah. So that's our episode <laughs> coming back this year. You took us on a a spin a couple of little cases you know i like to spice it up a little bit. little what do y'all think do y'all like the double triple case sessions that we do let us know yeah we can do that sometimes i know i only do it mostly for holidays just to give you guys a little bit more to work with but uh i'm down with it if y'all are down with it we can do that sometimes once a month something like that let us know Sister, do you have anything that you want to say before we go? Not necessarily say, but I hope everybody had an amazing holiday season. Mm-hmm. Amazing Christmas. Amazing New Year's. Because mm-hmm. we party. We did. And did. Cade and was there. I was about to say, Cade was there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. He's four months now. Ma- Shout out Happy to him. Happy birthday, Cade. Month something. Happy four Happy month? something. Happy, Happy four, four month. month. Yeah. Happy yeah. Four, four month. Bubby. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, this year is gonna be pretty big for us. We're gonna we're gonna do the day. We're gonna thing. do our big one, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna do our big one, and we love that you guys are here doing it with us. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, if you enjoy the show even a little bit, please give us a five star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It really, really helps the show grow. And yeah, before we go, be, be safe. safe. Protect Protect your peace and protect protect your space. So we don't have to cover your case, friends. Period. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon. And for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTrueCrime.com. See you next time.